What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 23 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I am your host, David Soto Jr. Uh, it's a beautiful morning here in Boulder, Colorado. It's uh, summer, basically. Shit. I mean, it was 80 degrees. I, I, I slept in the van with all the windows open. It was almost too hot. Uh, I almost need to bust out my little fan. But uh, beautiful, gorgeous morning and... Uh, only thing is that the water is too high for fishing. I mean, people are fishing and people are catching fish, but it's not like uh, the results aren't the same. The water is just too high. It's just it's, it's washed out, as they say, washed out. Today, I know it's time to make an episode, and I'm not 100% what I want to talk about, but I know that yesterday there was a hashtag on Twitter called why. I was picked last. And I don't know why that got to be a trending hashtag, but uh, I went ahead and and tweeted using the hashtag why I was picked last, and uh, I said because I was picked first. And I was picked last because I was picked first. And so it just kind of put me in the mood and reminded me about how much... I don't know how to quite pinpoint this, how much I hated school as a child, how much I, is it school in general? (laughs) So I I got picked last because I got picked first. And so I, in elementary school specifically, um, pick teams for kickball go out go play kickball and you have a good time but every you know every morning for recess there's two captains and those two captains pick a team on the first day of school is the only days i ever got picked first if for some you know and it would be because if a team captain... First of all, the first day of school is the only day I could play recess because I got in trouble by by lunch the first day of school and was not allowed to go. I was, uh, I was always in trouble. Uh, not because I was a badass kid, though. I just couldn't... I just didn't fit in school. I didn't obey rules. I didn't... I didn't intentionally, it wasn't like I intentionally broke rules, it's like I, I just couldn't, I couldn't follow along, I couldn't uh, succumb, no, I couldn't conform, uh, but on the first day of school every year, if it just so happened that one of the team captains for kickball was also a new guy, then that new guy automatically picked me first, his first pick would be me. And you think that's pretty cool, right? But it's not cool. It's not cool because I'm terrible at kickball. In fact, I'm terrible at every sport, especially as a kid, especially as a tall, overgrown, big, fat kid. I wasn't good at anything. No, I was the most unathletic person. I grew into it a little bit as I got older, uh, even I feel a little bit 
I felt the most coordinated I've ever been in, you know, in my late 30s, I feel like. But I am not an athlete. I don't have athletic skills, and uh, I never did. But I think it was worse as a child. So what would happen with the guy who picked me first is, of course, his first-round draft pick, he based it on size, and uh, here I am, this monster of a, of a the kid, uh, you know, six foot tall in sixth grade. So I get picked, and uh, I can't kick the ball or the shit. I'm slow, can't run the bases even if I make it. I just was terrible. And so from that point on, if I ever did make it out to the kickball field, uh, I got picked last. I got picked last. Not only did I do, did I get picked last, I was the last one. Like, okay, well, fuck it, we'll take this guy. Like, I was. The, it wasn't that they picked me; is that I was the last one, and they had to take me, right? That was my life. Uh, and so it got me thinking about. You know, I, I responded to that hashtag, and I was thinking about, like, that's that was my whole, once elementary school got, once I got past elementary school, I, I, and I'll talk about this in my memoir, but I did, there were very, very few, like, um, third grade, fourth grade, I got a lot of recesses in, a lot of lunches, had a lot of fun, I guess. But fifth grade and sixth grade, I was in trouble and was not allowed on recess uh, practically the whole two years fifth grade and sixth grade I sat my ass at the benches and wrote down times tables I'm going to explain this in the book I may explain this in another episode but I'm not going to talk about those fucking timetables just now um, but you know first second third fourth grade got to play recess um, when it got to be you know, we're on the kickball field, playing kickball. That's when it got uh, competitive. That's when it got, like, we don't want to play with you. Like, you know, kindergarten, first grade, you're playing fucking hopscotch or, or, or bouncing a ball back and forth. You're really not playing any type of organized sport um, pickup games. You're not playing anything. You're like, okay, you, 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 and you. Um, but when... When he started to get older, I, you know, I, I must have played some kickball third or fourth grade, maybe some basketball, some hoops or something, uh, some horse. Uh, but when the kickball started, that's when shit started going downhill. And uh, you just, I can't understand how, is that, how is that good for a, a kid? Like, we sent all these kids to fucking school and they all have to go through this they don't all fit in they don't it's 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 not it can't be meant for everyone right i think i lost track of my point my point was that it sucked to be not only to be picked last but to be treated like shit because you don't play well and that's where i wanted to go to you will not believe how mean kids are if you're not good at, at, at a sport. 
Now, nobody was that mean in elementary school. I don't think. I don't recall anybody being mean in elementary school. They really got mean, started getting mean in junior high, and in high school it was fucking horrible. Um, so I got picked last at elementary school, but once junior high came and I, and I decided that I should play flag football, um, first of all, we had to do P.E., I don't know who fails PE. Like I didn't fail PE, but who gets like D's? Like who doesn't get an A in PE? Me. I was one of those people who got it. Like I spent my entire summer between seventh and eighth grade trying to get better at sports. Like trying to improve, uh, trying to be able to run faster, trying to be able to do, you know, everything. I played racquetball, not with a partner but just myself to help my coordination because I got so much shit about being a poor athlete junior high I went to play football and you know my size does did help I played on the line I was never fast I don't think I ever fucking pulled somebody's goddamn flag um but I played and it was a kind of a cool season and uh We won. We won. I don't know if there was a championship or whatever, but that, that year we won, and it, it was it was great to be on that team. The following year, it was time to sign up for football again, and I came out, and there's fucking kids like, you're not going to play this year, are you? Because you suck. I mean, how's a kid supposed to deal with that? Freshman football came, I played, I was not good. I sat the bench. I sat the bench. And, uh, but I was a part of the team and I felt like I was something. I felt good to be a part of something, a part of a uh, tribe. That's another conversation we were just having with some other people the other day. It felt good to be part of something, part of a team, part of a tribe. Um, I loved walking around wearing that jersey. It felt good. And, uh, but I got so much shit, especially as a freshman, especially from older uh, football players. And I remember one time that I was sitting or coming into class as one class was exiting and somebody was like, man, you don't even fucking deserve to wear that jersey. And the thing is, I really never backed down from anybody. So I must have told this guy, dude, fuck you, dude, bullshit. And he turns and looks to the quarterback, our quarterback, my freshman quarterback. And he goes, hey, tell me the truth. Tell me what you told me. This guy fucking sucks, right? And I can see the look on his face. Like, this guy didn't want to be a dick to me. <clears throat> our quarterback, I remember that fucker's name. <coughs> fucking excuse me, I'm sorry. That's fucking ridiculous. I remember this quarterback's name, but I'm not gonna say it. And he looks at me and he says, uh no, I can look see the look on his face. Like he didn't want yeah, he definitely talked shit about me, right? He definitely talked shit about me, but he was trying to be nice and do it behind my back. Like he didn't want to be like this other dick 
and, and call me out and say I tell me I suck to my face I could see that in that quarterback's face and he's uh, and again what what is it why are people dicks for one thing well I know why people are dicks uh I gotta, I gotta admit that the, that year during the f- annual football banquet, the nicest thing anybody ever said about my athleticism, was also honest, right? And it was honest, and uh, every we all got awards. <laughs> and uh, when I got called up there, the coach, that head coach of the freshman football team, said. Uh, I don't know if he said that about me or if he said it about somebody else. I think he said, he said, now this guy doesn't know a goddamn thing about football. <laughs> he may have said that about me, but he did end up saying, like, I have a feeling he's going to be a hell of a football player someday. Now, that's not being a dick. That's being honest and not being a dick. Uh... Sophomore year is academically ineligible to play football. Uh, so I didn't. And I, I wrestled. And wrestling was kind of... I wrestled and I could not wrestle in any, in any matches. I could only practice. I could only train. So that was uh, interesting. I just realized this. The only athletic thing I've ever done and well was wrestle. I forgot about wrestling. I Because I was academically ineligible, I couldn't compete. I can only train. Uh, but it turns out somehow there there was a novice tournament and it didn't count towards points for the for whatever. So coach is like, you can wrestle in it. And I did, and I won that tournament. Now that I think about it, there was one thing that I was... I mean, I got my ass kicked every day. There was no way I was going to ever beat out the varsity guy who was a heavyweight wrestler. But um, So that was in California. I moved, I moved to Missouri right away. Now, here's the thing. Like, I show up at this school, and the coaches are taking me out of class. Come in, hey, can I, talk to the, can I talk to this young man right here? They're pulling me out of my new class. And I feel like a badass. I feel super cool. Um, football season has ended. It's spring, right? So it's spring semester. So they're like, we're going to need you. We're going we're gonna to want you to come play football for us. We know what, you know, summer camp's going to start up in uh, August or whatever. And uh, we're going to do this, and we're going to need you. We think you'd be an asset to the team. They thought I would be an asset to the team just because I was so big. And I started my first night, and, and, and I got an ass chewing. Basically for not being good. I got fucking yelled at. We were losing at halftime, and then the f- head coach is yelling at everybody, blah, blah, blah. And then, right there in front of everybody, he fucking isolates me and calls me out. 
that was my junior year. My senior year, we got a different coach. This guy was a complete fucking dick. And he just didn't, uh, he just didn't play me. Because he wanted me to be this fucking, and I could tell. But he, uh, So here I am, fucking 17-year-old kid, right? Doesn't know shit from the world. But I can tell that this guy's now being a dick to me because I didn't meet his expectations. Now he's not playing me. Now, even though there was probably no chance of me playing football in college, uh, uh, recruiters and scout, scouts came to watch me play football, and this fucker wouldn't even play me until fourth quarter. Um... disappointing all those years of being ridiculed and so here's the funny thing uh air force comes along i play a little flag football in the air force nothing i try to play softball i do terribly i'm not even gonna go into the baseball uh as a kid that was junior high and high school playing baseball uh that forget it Obviously, I couldn't make any team in high school, so I had to p play in other leagues, and it was just, it was horrible experience. My, I'm wondering what made me want to play sports. Whoa, whoa! I just realized it. I just realized it. So yesterday, I happened to have a conversation uh, with some fellows up here at this coffee shop about. I mentioned how, oh, wow, wow, wow. I can't believe I'm realizing this and discovering this. I mentioned how much I wanted to go to war. As a, as a, as a, oh my gosh. 17 years old, I enlisted in the Air Force, right? I mean, I must have been 16 when I was talking, mentioned earlier. I enlisted in the Air Force. I wanted to go to war as a teenager I got talked out of joining the army by a history teacher who was in the Air Force also I was a little intimidated the fact that boot camp boot camp scares everybody it scared me it scared me into making the decision to join the Air Force because it was two weeks shorter um, that's basically why I joined the Air Force the my history teacher said they treat you better and they give you better uniforms <laughs> and I knew that Army boot camp, six weeks. Air Force base boot camp. Or Army boot camp was eight weeks. Air Force boot camp was six weeks. And, you know, by then, you know, I probably heard by then that they treat you better in the Air Force, too. But I don't know. When you're a recruit, all you're concerned about is boot camp and how hard, how hard it's going to be. Never mind your entire 23-year career. You're just concerned. Your, your biggest concern is about boot camp. I, made, I knew I had to go in the military. I wasn't going to go to college. And I knew I wanted to go to war at some point in my life. And uh, I joined the Air Force. Instead of the Army. I didn't think I was bad enough to be a Marine, to tell you the truth. I probably could have done it, though. Um, 
so uh, the conversation we have, uh, he goes, I can't fathom that. I go, well, it's not hard to fathom. Uh, our entire military is 100% volunteer. That's a, that's a lot of men and women, right? But a lot of men, majority men, right, who are making, who have that same desire. And, uh, yeah, there may be some, like, there's an exception to the rules, right? So there are women, maybe women who have that desire. There may be men who just signed up so they can get free college or something, right? There's a lot of those. But, so now I'm realizing And so Sebastian Junger says, Junger? Junger? Sebastian Junger. He says that, um, more or less, I, don't, I can't say exactly what he says because I haven't read his, read his book in a while. But this is our, our desire. Like, it's our in our nature to be a part of a tribe. It's in our nature to um, belong to a team, to feel like we belong to a team. And... Wow, somewhere, somewhere I connected these two together. I don't know if it was a YouTube, old YouTube video or it was a blog post. It was an article that I've never published. That's where. I've already made this connection. I just forgot about it. And it wasn't in the same light. So one thing, one thing about going through hell with somebody, with a team of other people is you bond. And it's... A, 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 a really super cool experience um and i just remember whether it's going through the gas chamber or going through the obstacle course or um whatever the case or going through hell week with football you may not even like any of the any of these people that are around you you may think you may never hang out with this guy off duty or or, or when you're not at practice. But when you're there, like you may despise this fucking guy. But when you're there going through hell together, you're brothers. You're like, come on, man, you can do it. Or let's go. Or are you okay? I mean, you show concern about a guy you don't like. I remember, you know, where we're running all this stuff in football and, 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 and we're, some guys are throwing up and they're so sick. I'm like, come on, you all right? You can do it. Or uh, even in a game where somebody, like, gave an illegal hit or hurt one of your, one of your teammates, for me, one of my teammates, for me, you know, I was not athletic, but I was still big and I could still fuck people up if I wanted to. And I would, like, show aggression towards the other team and, like, maybe give an illegal hit or maybe give a legal hit fucking too mo too hard back. It's defending this guy that I don't even like that I've never hang out with, right? Same thing in the military. You may not even like this guy, but you've gone through hell together, and this guy's your brother. And um, you won't let anybody... Uh, fuck with that person who's outside of your group right so my question was 
So a long time ago, in an article that I never published, I compared playing football or being in organized sports to being in the military. Um, But I never connected it. That's why I chose to do it, right? That's why I chose to play organized sports. It all makes sense now. Like, I was not good at it. And I got a lot of shit for not being good at it. And now... I, and I question myself, like, ever since that fucking hashtag yesterday, I've been like, why did I do that to myself? Why did I get ridiculed, allow myself to get ridiculed, kept playing sports, or, you know, for one thing, I think it was expected of me, and that's another topic. But now I'm starting to see that it's because I wanted to be part of a team. I wanted to be part of a tribe. That's why I kept playing. And that's why at almost nearly the same age, I joined the military. I wanted that experience. That's, I, regardless whether I was good at it or not, I wanted to be part of a tribe. Hmm. And now here I am, a complete fucking loner. I wonder if I still want to be part of a tribe. I wonder if that's what's missing. <laughs> Anyways, folks, I don't want I wasn't 100% sure what I was going to talk about. I still don't know if I made a point. Um, But, fuck. What are you going to do? This is my show. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at David E. Soto Jr. Jr. Jr.com. Oh, There's no .com. At David E. Soto Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my website is DavidSotoWrites.com. And today is... Today's my Nina's birthday. Uh, it's been over 30 years now that she's passed. Very, very, very important person in my life, even though, uh, when was I? Wasn't even 12, when was I, 10 years old? 11 years old, <laughs> something. Such an impact. So much love. Anyways, today's my niece's birthday. And um, June 1st, I'm changing. Uh, anyways, if you want to know about my Nina, you, you'll read about it in my memoir. Uh, it's, that's almost, it's almost written. I'm practically done. I think I have enough. Uh, I just haven't been working on it to get it published. Uh, but today, my point is that today's June 1st, I, my release date has been moved up to June 3rd, I think. So June 3rd, you can still pre-order Moncada, uh, but actually by the time you hear this, you can pre-order Moncada or, or wait the next day. Uh, the paperback is available. 
you can order your paperback, it will get to you. Amazon Prime, it'll arrive um, after June 3rd now. But Moncada is done. It's available. It's up. And I would appreciate it if you, uh, I don't know, give a look. At least go to Amazon, check it out. See what you think. See if it seems interesting. But, wow. You know, I share these podcasts. I like being uh, a podcaster. I like broadcasting. I like um, telling stories. And this episode is... But I keep, I continue to tell myself that I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this to, I'm not trying to be a self-help fucking person out there. I'm just trying to tell stories and I'm trying to um, figure my own shit out. And that's what these podcasts are. And that's why I do this. I don't do this for you. So if I don't get, you know, my, my average listeners are, 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 is increasing. Listens per episode is increasing. But uh, to be honest, if I didn't have this thing, you know, I'm not doing it for listenership, although I hope that would be a good byproduct, right, to, to for um, exposure. But I am honestly doing this because I enjoy it and because it's helping me figure my shit out. And that's what this episode <laughs> turned out to be, was me figuring shit out, figuring my shit out. And uh, I wish I had a better vocabulary than having to use uh, the use the word shit a lot. <laughs> Folks, that's it. I appreciate you tuning in. David Soto Jr. And uh, at David E. Soto Jr. On Twitter and Instagram. And uh, peace. Thank you.